mentioned that we had a number of guests with us this morning. I met one couple before service that uh, came because they've watched Know Your Bible. This is their first visit to Northside. Uh, for years on Know Your Bible, I tell people over and over, we will never ask you for money. If you come to church, however, <laughs> we might ask you for money. Uh, actually, I say all that to say to our guests, we're not talking to you today about the money. Uh, you're our guest, and this is family business. Uh, we're talking about missions. We do two special Sundays a year where we talk about money. Uh, of course, we mention the principles of giving and teach about that sometimes, but uh, as far as big days, we have a Know Your Bible Sunday and a Mission Sunday. Uh, mission Sunday's in the spring, Know Your Bible Sunday's in the fall, and this is Mission Sunday. Uh, so members, uh, pay attention. This is for you. Uh, if you've been here more than a year or two, you know what we do and how we do it. If you happen to be a new member, let me explain just very briefly uh, our missions work uh, in this sense of you know, going into all the world. Uh, we have put under a team called the Mission Oversight Team, and they work with the missionaries. They go through all of the requests for uh, funds, and there are lots of those, lots and lots of good works that we could be involved in. And they sort through all that and decide, here are the best works for Northside. Uh, they follow the principles that are in your handout, and you can read those when you get time. Uh, but they prepare a proposal. The elders agree to it. And then on this Sunday, uh, they present it to you to see if you want to support it. Uh, so that's what we do on this Mission Sunday. Uh, before I turn it over to them, let me just advise you, since we've been doing this for a number of years, it's easy to uh, kind of take it for granted and make it uh, something we just kind of half listen to. Uh, this is a very important Sunday for all these missionaries and all these folks that we're, we're supporting. Uh, this is the big day for them as we decide, is this what we want to support? Uh, this presentation is not for the mission oversight team. They've seen all this. They know all this. They've decided this is the best for us. The elders don't need to see all this. They've agreed this is a worthy plan. Uh, the missionaries don't need to see it. They've committed to live on what we've proposed to provide them with and do the work that we've asked them to do. Uh, this is only really for you. This is so you know what's going on. Uh, it's presented to you so you can understand the works that are available for you to decide to support or not. Uh, you're the only one that can make it reality. So let me turn it over to the Mission Oversight Team. Brother Mark, come and tell us about uh, what we've got ahead in the, the year. Thank you, Steve. Today is Northside's ninth annual Mission Sunday, believe it or not. Nine years ago, in a sermon that I'm sure many of you will remember, Steve challenged us to move from inside to outside, to focus less on ourselves and more on those who haven't heard the gospel, who are outside. 
Nine years ago, our elders shared their vision for putting a higher priority on taking the gospel out to the world. And part of that vision included setting aside one Sunday every spring to review the mission work that we're doing and to ask for your help. As Steve said, the money that we need for missions is not a part of our regular budget. It's something that we depend on you to tell us how much you want to support missions. And and we do that by asking you to turn in a card uh, where you'll let us know how much you plan to give toward missions over the next 12 months. Thank you for the sacrifices that you have made to support Northside's mission works. And thank you for the, in advance for, for what you're planning to do this next 12 months. The pictures that you just saw are a reminder of the good work that has been done by our missionaries in recent years. But of course, they couldn't do what they do without your help. Every year on Mission Sunday, we give you an update on each one of our missionaries. Sometimes they're here in person, but usually we just watch a short video from each one. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to start this morning with a video from Alex and Aaron Flood. Yes, it's cold in Minnesota. Um, They moved to St. Paul, Minnesota at the beginning of last year. And in November, they planted a brand new church. Every Sunday, anywhere from 10 to 20 people meet in their living room to worship together. Paul Harrington serves as Northside's main contact or liaison uh, with the floods. He and his family were in St. Paul for the launch of that new church. And most of you know that Paul and Stacy themselves were missionaries uh, in Japan for a couple of years. And as we've already mentioned, the floods are expecting their first child on July 2nd. In a month, they'll actually be here on furlough, uh, just in time for family camp, and they'll be with us for about 10 days. So I would encourage those of you who uh, are so moved to invite them over for a meal. Maybe invite a few other Northside members with you and get to, to know them, talk, to, talk about the mission work that they're doing, uh, encourage them, and, and just, uh, just uh, you know, visit with them and make them feel welcome. So let's watch the, the first video at this time. I'm going to go sit down on the pew there and watch with you, and I'll introduce the rest of them from down there. Good morning, church. We love our Northside family, and we especially appreciate your focus on mission work. We're trying to make disciples in St. Paul, Minnesota, and we're trying to do that through personal Bible studies. Romans 10:17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we want to get that word out to as many people as possible. We're setting up personal Bible studies in three main ways. Number one, advertising. We've used Craigslist before. And last year, Craigslist led to our first Bible study, which then became our first conversion. You remember reading about Zane last May when we baptized her for the remission of sins. We still study with Zane, and she meets with us every Sunday at Lake Phelan Church of Christ, which is the congregation we launched last November. We meet in our house currently. We're still trying to grow and to build each other up and spread the word, so please pray for us. We're the only Church of Christ in St. Paul's city limits right now. Secondly, we use meetup.com as another way to advertise Bible studies. We meet with people at coffee shops, talk about the Bible, and then offer individual studies to those people throughout the week. We're still studying with several people we've met through Meetup, so continue to pray that that would bear fruit in the future. Our second main avenue of setting up Bible studies is through contacts that we've made at other Church of Christ congregations. Last year, we spent a good amount of time building relationships with people at different congregations outside of St. Paul and in the surrounding area. 
an older couple at Woodbury, led us to a man named Aaron whom we studied with and baptized last November. They also studied with a man named Stephen, and they baptized him a few months ago. I study with Stephen now on a regular basis. I'm trying to help him to grow and to learn what it is to understand the Bible and to be a Christian. There's a couple at Egan that led us to a study with a man named Brian. And that's a study we're currently going through right now. Pray that he would continue to learn and be open to the Word. Sometimes there are people that will be overhearing something I'm saying during a Bible study at a coffee shop, and they'll ask questions. they want to know what we're talking about. Or perhaps they're a Christian or they're interested in Christianity. One such person is a guy named Nathan that I'm studying with currently. Pray for Nathan that he would continue to be open to the Word. The third main way that we've been setting up Bible studies is through the people we already study with. For example, Saint Zane has been bringing a friend named Jenny to church every Sunday. Jenny's been studying with us, and she's been attending the ladies' Bible study that Aaron teaches every Saturday. Please pray for Jenny and her family. And also another contact that Zane brought us to is a man named Agua. Pray that Agua would continue to be interested in Bible studies in the future. A person that Jenny brought to church one day was a woman named Erin. Pray that she would continue to want to come to church, learn the Bible, and be open to learning what it is to really be a Christian. Please pray for us. Help us to be soul winners for Jesus. I want to be a soul winner for Jesus every day. He does so much for me. I want to aid the monster to leave his every way and be from bondage free. Watch a video from Jonathan Hannigan. Northside has supported Jonathan for nine years now. He worked in Venezuela for five years, and then when it became too dangerous to stay in Caracas, he moved to Buenos Aires, Argentina four years ago. He's pictured here with Ben and Kelly Tyson when they made a site visit to Buenos Aires three years ago. Ben serves as our liaison to Jonathan. Two years ago, Jonathan and a small team planted a new church in the Palermo neighborhood of Buenos Aires. Jonathan also teaches at the three-year-old Argentine Bible Institute. The initials for the Spanish name of the school are Ibica, I-B-I-C-A. So let's watch Jonathan's video at this time. I want to thank all of my brothers and sisters in the U.S. for their constant support, not only for their financial support, but also for their emotional support and for being my spiritual family in the U.S. Thank you so much for all that you do for me here in Argentina and for the church as well. As you can see in the following pictures, God is doing great things among us, bringing people together from different nations and languages to learn more about Him through His church. Thank you so much for your support. May God truly bless you. Lord, I keep so busy praising my Jesus. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Keep so busy praising my Jesus. Ain't got time to die. Cause when I'm healing to sing, I praise my Jesus. When I'm healing to sing, I praise my Jesus. When I'm healing to sing, I praise my
working for the kingdom. Keep so busy working for the kingdom. Keep so busy working for the kingdom. Ain't got time to die. Cause when I'm feeding the poor, when I'm feeding the poor, when I'm feeding the poor, ain't got time to die. that I just cut off a live greeting from those folks oh well trust me it was really sweet <laughs> okay next video uh, uh, Northside has supported the work in Toluca Mexico for many years Roberto Zapata directs the Latin American Bible Institute there and publishes the Spanish Christian Chronicle newspaper Rob Nagel is Roberto's liaison from Northside and his wife Ilya translates their monthly Skype meetings the Nagels made a side visit to Toluca just last year. It's always fun to get a video from Roberto. Sometimes he has someone translate for him, and sometimes he opts for English subtitles, as he did this year. Uh, since the subtitles are sometimes a little hard to read, I'm going to read them for you so you can just concentrate on watching the video. Let's watch the video now. Mexico is a country with over 120 million people. The state of Mexico is at the center of the country, and in that state is the city of Toluca. Here is the location of our church building. Every day we have a devotional with students and teachers to encourage one another. Este devocional se lleva a cabo antes de las clases que los alumnos tienen en sus respectivos salones y diferentes actividades. Cuando un alumno se va a graduar como Erwin Medina, tiene que presentar This is Erwin Medina defending his dissertation before graduation. Definitiva. Este es un ejemplo de los alumnos Here's an example of students attending a class taught by John Dias in Arkansas by way of video conference. John was one of the missionaries who planted the congregation in Toluca and started the school. 
Two years ago, we began a partnership with the International School of the Family to offer a certification in family care. Here we are at graduation. This was a personal accomplishment for my wife and me. Federico and Lydia are alumni of the class of 2010. Four years ago, they started a congregation in San Pedro Zictepec. In this video, we can see that they started with approximately 25 people. A este evento éramos de la congregación de Toluca. Ahora, a cuatro años de distancia, son un promedio de 80 miembros. Now, four years later, they have more than 80 brothers and sisters. This is a great accomplishment for ELEB. Our goal for 2015 is to reach more students through the use of technology, such as e-learning and Skype. We want to make it possible for everyone to study. Para alcanzar a más alumnos y que podamos llegar a todos los posibles. Thanks for the support we have received from you. This support is very important for the task of training workers, and you make it possible. De verdad, es muy importante para nosotros el apoyo que todos ustedes nos están brindando. Thank you for trusting in us. Thank you for believing in our work. We ask you to continue to support us and pray for us. We invite everyone to visit us. You are all welcome. We would love to receive you in Toluca. God bless you. Y en ti crecer y en ti luchar. Our next video will be from Tommy and Pamela Maxwell, who work with a church in Stirling, Scotland. Tristan Block is our liaison for the Maxwells. He and Leslie actually served as missionaries for three years with the same church the Maxwells work with now in Stirling. As we've already mentioned, Pamela is also pregnant and is due in September. The Maxwells are planning to return to the States in one month, and I'm sure they would appreciate your prayers for a smooth transition and for Tommy to find a church where he can preach and the two of them can serve God together. There are currently four different coffee shop Bible studies going on in Scotland, two of which we're involved in. One is being run by the congregation in Falkirk, and a new one is being run by the congregation in Cumbernauld. The two that we're involved in are going very well. The first is in Glasgow, and it usually has two to three in attendance. We just finished going through the book of Acts and have started into the Gospel of Matthew. While we were studying the book of Acts, we were given several opportunities to confront some false doctrines that have been brought up in these studies. We pray that Matthew will also give us the opportunity to teach the truth in love and to confront issues that need to be discussed. The other study that we have going on is in Sterling. Currently, we have one who is in regular attendance, and we're going through Ed Wharton's Historical Christian Evidences book together. Before Christmas, Pamela and I had the opportunity to start studying with a family from the Edinburgh area, a mother, Annette, and her two teenage daughters, Chelsea and Chloe. This family has been through a lot in recent years, but they've just come back to the church, and we're encouraged to be able to spend time with them on a regular basis to help to increase their faith. Currently, we're studying through the Gospel of John with them, and our main goal is to help Chelsea and Chloe 
grow in their faith in Jesus Christ. At the beginning of the school year, Pamela started to teach at the Sterling School of English. She teaches the beginner's class on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. This is allowing her to get to know different people in the community, as well as to help those who have immigrated to the UK from other parts of the world learn how to speak fluent English. The congregation in Sterling is doing very well. We recently had two women who are already members of the Lord's Church begin worshiping with us. Their names are Jane and Sarah, a mother and daughter. We're extremely pleased to have them as part of our congregation and encouraged to have two new people worshiping with us on a regular basis. We would like to ask for your continued prayers for a couple of the members of the Sterling congregation. Elspeth Meikle, one of the children in the congregation, has been receiving chemotherapy for about a year, but the doctors have decided within the past few weeks to stop her treatments because her condition has improved. We would also like to ask you to continue praying for Ian Scott, whose leg injury and continued health problems prevent him from being able to be with us on a regular basis. In family news, Pamela and I recently found out that we're expecting our first child in September. We would appreciate your prayers for our family as we transition not only from Scotland to America, but also as we add a new child to our family. We're very thankful for your partnership with us for the work in Scotland. Our current plan is to move back to the United States this summer. We ask that you keep this time of transition in your prayers, both for us and for the people in Sterling who we're working with. The final video that we'll see this morning was made by Robin and Chrissy Vick in Falkirk, Scotland. They and their teammates have been working there for almost five years now. It's been more than two years since the Falkirk Church of Christ started meeting in this community hall. Bill Howell serves as our liaison for the Vicks. When they were here on furlough last year, you may remember that we surprised them with a baby shower. And Bill tried to convince them to name their little boy William after other famous Scots named William and, of course, after one less well-known Northsider named Bill. Well, three months ago, the Vicks were blessed with the birth of that little guy, and wouldn't you know it, they named him Murray David William Vick. Make sure you watch this video carefully at the end, where we'll get a little uh, 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 special greeting from Millie Vick. The Great Commission tells us to go, and we're thankful that five years ago, as a family and as a team, we were able to go to Scotland's central belt, specifically to the Falkirk area with the goal of making disciples. We're thankful for the opportunity every day that we have to serve here, and we look forward to being able to share some of those moments with you in this wee video. Falkirk is an area in the heart of Scotland's central belt, situated roughly in the middle of Scotland's two largest cities, Glasgow, the largest to the west, and Edinburgh, the capital to the east. Until recently, there were no known works of the Churches of Christ here in Falkirk, but together with the Stirling congregation, we had it on our hearts to relocate to Falkirk for the purpose of church planting. We're thankful to God that after meeting in homes for a year or so, as of spring 2013, the Falkirk Church of Christ began meeting on Sunday mornings and evenings in a local community centre, the Ettrick Dockert Community Hall in the Hall Glen area of Falkirk. We've been blessed to have such a great facility to meet in, to focus on communion with our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ and one another, to give us a base to preach the word, and to continue teaching the Word of God. 
The area is one of great need and we're thankful for the opportunities our congregation has had to serve as the hands and feet of Christ in the area around us. At Christmas this year, thanks to the Northside Kids Collection, we were able to provide a Christmas dinner for the community to give gifts to the children who came along and collect donations for our local food bank. We've also regularly been able to hold family fun days for the benefit of the community and recently we're able to conduct a holiday Bible school during our fall break here for schools. We had a great attendance and as a result of the Holiday Bible School we've regularly had anywhere between 5 to 10 kids attending our church services and getting involved in our children's education and ministry program. Please continue to keep us in prayer as we reach out to these kids. We're excited about the future. We usually have anywhere from 20 to 25 total on a Sunday morning. can regularly have 40 to 50 in attendance on a Sunday night. Often with around 50 to 60% of those who come along being under the age of 18 we truly believe with God's blessings the future is indeed bright for our work here. In the next few months we're looking forward to a short term campaign to boost our children's ministry in the area with the Pied Pipers drama group from Harding University coming over in May. With the Pied Pipers we're usually in most of the schools in the Falkirk area and we use that to promote an area wide performance in the hall where we meet giving us the opportunity to interact with many of the parents of the kids who come. Please pray for the seeds that will be planted through this effort. We also look forward to continuing on with our coffee shop studies that we conduct through meetup.com. We have a regular study here in Falkirk that's well attended and recently had our local Starbucks contact us to see if we'd be willing to host our study at their location as they're trying to strengthen their community ties. Please pray for this study. We're thankful that doors are continuing to open for us to study God's word. This past year has been filled with blessings in many areas. As for our family, we've been blessed beyond measure as we've moved from being a family of three to a family of four with the birth of Murray David William Vick in January of this year. Millie is loving being a big sister and continues to brighten our lives immensely. We're thankful for your love, care and support for our family and ask that you continue to lift us up in prayer as we strive to show Christ to the Falkirk area. We're blessed by our partnership with our team, with the churches here and most especially with you. We recognise ultimately that we're all in partnership with God with his mission and give all glory to him. Brethren, we love you. And we miss you. And we hope that this video has been a blessing to you as we've given you a small glimpse into our work here in Scotland. Know that you're a blessing indeed to us. God bless. Bye. 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 God bless. Bye. I think I should rewind that and watch that last part again. For several years, our... Uh, Five-year-old through fourth-grade classes have brought donations every week uh, to help one of our missionaries share God's love. Mr. Jonathan was the recipient of their donations for a long time, and now the Vicks are finding ways to use the children's money. Uh, the, the program has been renamed KISS, which stands for Kids in Service to Scotland. Here's a picture of the Vicks holding the zebra's kiss jar during their furlough when they were here last year. As we do every Mission Sunday, a couple of children from each class are going to uh, bring their contributions down to the front. Go ahead and come on down, children. Last December, the Vicks and their church held a special dinner, as, as uh, Robin mentioned in his video, a uh, special dinner at Christmas time, and invited people from the community to, um, who lived near the hall uh, where they meet. There are, were actually 35 church members and 35 people from the community who were at that dinner. Uh, that was really neat. And some of the money uh, that they donated, uh, uh, sorry, some of the money that was donated by our children was used to buy Christmas presents for the underprivileged children. 
who attended the dinner from the community. And as you can see, I'm very happy to tell you that this year our children gave $409 so that the Vicks could could use that uh, for others. I think we're going to pause for a quick photo op. Uh, they, they carry with them their own paparazzi. <laughs> By the way, Robin and Chrissy asked me to thank all of you children who bring your allowance money and your whatever, however it is you get your money. But thank you for bringing that money uh, to, to help them out. They really appreciate your generosity. The final mission work that Northside supports is World Christian Broadcasting. 32 years ago, they built a shortwave radio station in Alaska and began sending radio programs to half the globe in different languages. Every day, the ministry gets letters from all over the world asking for Bibles and religious material and answer to Bible questions. The new station that's being built in Madagascar is, is almost finished. What just happened? To, there we go. It's almost finished. All that's left is to install the large transmitters that were shipped from the U.S. and arrived in Madagascar six days ago. Praise God. took five years, but uh, they finally got approval for that. It should take several weeks to install and test the new transmitters, which, by the way, cost a million dollars apiece. World Christian fully believes that sometime this year or early next year, They're going to be able to begin broadcasting programs with Christian content to the other half of the globe from this new station in Madagascar. Last year on Mission Sunday, we challenged you to give $142,000. Our actual budget for last year was $163,435. That may sound confusing. Let me explain. Because of your generous giving over the years... We actually had a little bit of surplus in the missions account, and we decided to use some of that surplus to pay some of those missions bills last year. That surplus, however, is close to being used up. So we are now challenging you to give the full amount that we need this year to support all of our missionaries and all of our mission works. And our giving goal for this year is 164,567. Now, that, uh, that amount is a 16% increase. If you're good at math, you may be already ahead of me there. Uh, 16% increase over last year's giving goal is actually pretty close to our actual goal, but it's, it's a 16% increase over what we asked you for last year. For us to meet that goal, we're going we're gonna to need a lot of you to find ways to give just a little bit more. Or maybe some who have not been able to support missions in the past might find a way to do so this year. Information about missionaries we support can be found in the missionary brochure. Hopefully most of you got one of these when you came in the auditorium. If you didn't get one, there will be men handing them out at the door when you leave this morning. Inside of the brochure, you're going to find a green purpose card. It looks like this or it looks like what you see up on the screen there. Please fill that out and drop it in the collection plate next Sunday morning. You can give the entire amount of your offering at all, all at once if you'd like to, or you can spread it out by giving some every week or by making monthly gifts. I don't know where Toby is, but I'm sure he's up for this. If you want to give all of your missions offering at one time, please write a check that looks like this. 
And uh, on the memo line, write Mission Sunday, and, but, but have it be a separate check, all for missions, as in this example right here. A lot of you, however, like to give uh, a little bit each week or each month, spread out your missions offering. If you, if you want to do that, please just write one check each time you uh, give an offering. And tell us how much on the memo line that you would like to give toward missions and how much you would like to give towards Know Your Bible. And then the, the rest would be going towards the regular, uh, regular account. So, again, next Sunday we'll pass the collection plates just one time. Please put your checks and your purpose cards into the offering plate at that time. Now, Toby has mentioned it a few times before, but if you'd like to give online using the Church Life app on your smartphone, uh, you can just press the menu key in the upper left corner of the app and then select Giving. And then on the next screen, you can type in the amount that you want to give, select the missions fund to direct the giving to, and indicate whether you want this to be a one-time or a recurring offering. You can actually go to our website also and uh, set up on online giving that way. Uh, just go to the member menu and then uh, select online giving. And then on the next screen, you can type in the amount you want to give and specify the missions fund. You know, every time I talk uh, to one of our missionaries or read one of the reports that they've written about their work, I am and just so amazed at how much good God is doing through you and through your faithful contributions. It's our prayer that you will continue to support our mission works as well as you have in the past so that we can help our missionaries spread the good news all over the world. I'll turn things over to Mr. Steve now. Thank you, Mark, and mission team for doing a fine job of presenting all that and selecting the works that you do and keeping track of the missionaries and all the work that you guys do. Uh, Mark's made the plea. You know what the numbers are. You know what the needs are, and you've seen where the money goes. Uh, So let me just close by reminding you of a few things that we've studied over the years. Uh, We've studied the concept of evangelism, the fact that the lost need to hear. Uh, Hopefully we all understand that, and that's what every work that we have going is is focused toward. Uh, We have been given the ministry of reconciliation. Uh, God has blessed us with much, and he's given us that responsibility. Uh, Now, not all of us can go every place. Uh, Not all of us have that gift. But as a team, as a a body, uh, that's what we've been called to do. So we have that responsibility. Uh, Paul wrote back to some of his supporters, and he was so grateful that they had helped him in his mission work. He wrote to the uh, church in Corinth, and he said, Last year you were the first to give. And the first to desire to give. Uh, Paul appreciated that. He was out there in the, in the field doing what he could do. Uh, and he thanked Corinth greatly for making it possible. Uh, another thing we've studied over the years is that uh, inward-focused churches, churches that just take care of themselves, uh, end up dying. Uh, that it just doesn't work. 
churches have got to look outside. Churches have got to look other places and bless other people. Uh, there's plenty we could do around here with $160,000. We've got all sorts of things that uh, could use that just immediately. Uh, but if we kept feeding and taking care of ourselves, uh, we'd get self-absorbed and we'd die. Uh, so this is a healthy work for us to do. And we already see the, the benefits. We see missionaries coming back. Uh, Mark mentioned the Harringtons, the Blocks, and others that have been on missions are now back part of Northside blessing us. Uh, so it, it, it's good for us to do it. Paul followed up, by the way, when he wrote to Corinth, and he said, Last year you were the first to give. And he said, Now finish the work. And he said, Keep up with it. Uh, continue to give. So that's our responsibility. And last thing I want to remind you that we've studied is we've studied a lot about giving and financial stewardship in the last couple of years. Uh, we've started more financial peace universities. We've started uh, a legacy class. We've educated the body, I think, a lot about finances and stewardship. Uh, and hopefully we've learned that participating in giving, participating in this kind of thing will change your life. There's blessings in it for you, too. So we've studied all those things. You know what the challenge is now, and I just uh, encourage you to meet it and go beyond it. Uh, consider the good works that are being done, all the things you saw this morning. Uh, consider the blessings to Northside. Look at your budget. Sit down with your family and, and talk about it and uh, make a decision to, to give and to increase a little bit. Uh, from where you've been. Let's finish the work well. Uh, I mention this verse every year just to remind us. Uh, Psalm 118.23, and we might look at all that map and see every place we've got people and get to thinking we've done a pretty good job. Uh, Psalm 118.23 says, The Lord has done this. And it's marvelous in our eyes, but the Lord has done it. Last song we're going to sing, or invitation song we're going to sing, is The Battle Belongs to the Lord. Uh, that's true of this work. Uh, he's going to fight the fight for us. Uh, <clears throat> he will reach the hearts and souls that he knows are reachable. Uh, he will fight the, the fight for us. But we got to do our part. Uh, every story in the Bible is that way. God said, I'll win the battle for you, but they still had to bring their pitcher or their trumpet or their sling or their five smooth stones. They did their part, and God won the battle for them. Uh, our part is to fill those promise cards out and uh, reach and exceed the goal. God will win the battle for us. If you're here this morning and need to respond to the Lord's invitation, perhaps, or maybe you have a prayer need from this family, uh, have something you want to share with us. We're here as family today, and we find this a good chance to do that. So the elders will be at the front to meet you. If you have any public need, why don't you come? Let's stand and sing. <clears throat>